Thank you for joining us on the Overcoming Monday podcast, where we provide you little secrets for your big breakthrough. This podcast is designed to enhance your emotional and spiritual health. Our mission is to help you understand yourself, the people you love, and the world around you so that you can win where it matters most. In each episode, we'll hear from writer, speaker, mom, and pastor's wife, Shari King, as she invites you into conversations about the issues that matter most to you. Now, let's get started. Hello, Overcoming Monday listeners. Today's episode is going to be super fun because we're going to be talking about breaking up and dating, which doesn't sound super fun, but I think we're going to have some great stories for you and maybe some wisdom and maybe some you can just relate with us and cry along with our stories. But I'm here with uh, our producer and one of our employees, James Garcia. Hey, hey. Yep. And Bailey Tyler. Hey. Yep. And um, so Bailey, actually, you're a student at, well, we're a student at AU, just graduated crazy. Yep. And uh, you're a drama major. Musical theater. Yes. But yep. you can call it whatever. Okay. <laughs> Musical theater. I'm sorry. I don't want to like, like the drama on stage though. So. Yes. Well, that's true. <laughs> and it's kind of like the same thing when you call a flight attendant, a flight attendant or a stewardess instead of a flight attendant. Yeah. It used to be steward, whatever. It's all good. Um, anyway, Bailey, you've been with our ministry for a long time, serving on summer staff mm-hmm. and yeah. actually just living here with us in our community. Yeah. So I'm glad to have you here today. And James, you joined the ministry. What? How long it, has it been it now? It will be two years okay. in October. Yes. And two. we got our phones at the same time. We get to upgrade next week. <laughs> we get to get the new phones. Yes. yes. Um, so I'm so excited that they're here with us. We're going to get started talking about the breakup part of everything first. So when I think about my breakups, the most prominent thing in my memory is that breakup line. You know, whatever that conversation was, the reason (laughs) for the breakup, it just Mm. sticks with you. There's something about it that you, it's just hard to get it out of your heart. Um, And so I know that I unintentionally wounded some guys with some of my breakup lines. Um, And I've talked to other people who have been wounded by some of the the breakup lines they've heard. So we're just going to kind of talk about some of the breakup lines, first of all, that I think we've probably all heard and maybe should never say. Mm -hmm. Um, The first one, I think God is telling me we should see other people. Yeah. You hate hate to hear that one. You really do. It's a common one, especially among like this type of community. Right. And (laughs) I just feel like you just need to say more, look, I don't, you know, maybe I don't like you anymore. Where did the honesty go? Instead of saying, I think God's telling me we should see other, God's really, he's telling you that, or you just feel like that, you know? Um, Here's another one. I think I should focus on my relationship with God. Mm. Here's the reality. (laughs) I've said that. I have. I said it to a guy in high school. Totally did. And the truth was, I probably needed to. Mm -hmm. But to break up with someone and slap God onto it, Mm. it's really... It's it's like you get this weird like image of God from the side. Like if he's your best friend on the side is saying, oh, you need to do it. Yeah. Like, end that, please. Yeah. Like he's not saying that. No, it's... (laughs) It's giving an excuse and like making it not your fault. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like God and that person are standing there and God's like, choose between us. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I don't really think that's what God does or he wouldn't want us to be married. Right. How does that work? Um, how about you deserve someone better? 
that's that one's probably one of the worst ones. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have the whole God thing in it, but to say that it's like I'm bad, like it's not you, mm. it's me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I think you're kind of saying I'm not that great, but you, you know, and they're better, and you need to go find someone better. But really, you're just saying I think we need to break up. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I just want to be friends. That's about the same thing. Mm -hmm. I'm not ready for a relationship right now. Now there's some truth in that. I Mm -hmm. think that sometimes you can come to the realization that you don't need to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. But it's hard to hear. Mm -hmm. And maybe instead of saying, I don't need to be in a relationship right now, you could just say, I realize I've got some things I need to work on. And I'm not doing well in this relationship. So Mm -hmm. like more taking the blame rather than... So I've, I've actually been a victim to this one and it's, you know, it does hurt. Mm-hmm. But the funniest thing is one time, I, so I've been a victim to this probably more times than I can count. But the funniest one is when that was said and, you know, a week or two later, social media releases oh, the, yeah. the, the, the real secret <laughs> is another relationship that was in the works. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. I think a lot of these things are really, I have my eye on someone else. Yeah. And you don't want to say it. Uh-huh. I did have a guy break up with me one time and, and he, so this is what he did. This was his, re, it really, he wasn't ready for a relationship but he didn't realize it until he was in it with me and he realized Mm -hmm. he had anger issues. But he said that he said, I think I have some anger issues that I need to work out. And I just don't think I should work them out Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. us dating. And I was like, okay, like that made sense. There was Mm -hmm. an actual more of a reason rather than just this ambiguous, you know, how about this one? I love you. I'm just not in love with you. That's like a movie line. Like you hear that like on friends or something. Mm, It's hard. (laughs) And you know what? There may be truth to it also, but maybe just these excuses. It's just hard. It's hard to know what to say when you're breaking up with someone. Right. And then it's not you. It's me. We've already kind (laughs) of addressed that one. I think, Mm. I mean, I think that you kind of said it earlier is that um, there is, there is probably a reality of like God maybe did lead you to Mm -hmm. a choice, but it's how you say it and not using God as an escape goat mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is, is the key, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like see where, see, ask how, ask God how he's leading you to make that choice and, uh, and maybe not be so like vulnerable in your, in your statement of, or be wrong in your statement of how mm-hmm. you're breaking up. Like, Oh, it's God's choice. It's mm-hmm. not, it's, it's, you know, cause there is a reality of, you know, God, if you're, if you're in a relationship with God and you're in a constant walk with him, that he's kind of showing you like parts of your life that, mm, you maybe you may you may want to end this because it's it's, it's bearing bad fruit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's truth to that. Mm-hmm. God's mm-hmm. the one do, who does work on our hearts and show us stuff. But I think putting him into a conversation like this can hurt someone and turn them against God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been in the situation of the you deserve someone better, mm-hmm. um, and that I was on the other side of it, and so I was kind of angry like mm-hmm. that almost made me mad because it made me feel like oh like you mean I chose the wrong person like I was I was that person it wasn't so much of wait like, I'm sitting here and I'm not <laughs> thinking this right yeah, now. yeah like um I was the one who wanted to date you so you're saying that I was wrong um but it wasn't those words exactly it was uh more along the lines of there's someone who can love you better than I can which mm. later I actually did find that to be true and I you know I realized like I wasn't valuing who I actually was like in the Lord. And I just saw love as something that I wanted and not something that like the Lord created. And so um, me deserving someone better was true, but in the long run, like it still hurt. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think when you are breaking up with someone, it's like, 
you just have to be honest, but you also have to be kind and you have to be, um, be aware of like your words meaning something. Yeah. And maybe instead of saying you deserve someone better, that person could say, look, I'm having a hard time doing this relationship. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. I'm struggling with keeping everything balanced. I don't know if this is healthy for me. Not, it's not that you're not healthy for me. It's just that I'm not, I don't feel like I'm treating you well. Mm -hmm. And you know, there's a difference in saying you deserve someone better because you don't want to take the blame for something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So breaking up is hard. It's hard to know what to say. Um, Do you have any advice on how to break up James (laughs) or what you would, have you ever had like a good conversation in a breakup, either one of you that you feel like now you can resolve it and look back and say, that was an okay breakup conversation. Uh, I mean, I think a couple, yeah, but I think the biggest thing is, and I kind of hinted at it earlier a little bit is, first of all, you have to kind of word it in the best way Mm -hmm. and like not to make it, you know, you're, you're telling the truth, but you're not, you don't need to Mm -hmm. break them down. Mm -hmm. And I think on top of that, even before to that step, I think that the biggest thing is not wise to make a choice like that, um, on your own. And I I guess what I mean by that is have like a friend that Mm -hmm. loves the Lord, first of all, and then loves both of you. Mm -hmm. And to like ask him like, if, Hey, I'm I'm not, I'm feeling this way. I'm starting to kind of drift away from this relationship. Am I, am I in the wrong or should I be, you know, exiting out of this and and how do I do that? And Mm -hmm. so like, I think that seeking guidance a little bit from a mentor, Mm -hmm. just from my best friend that, like I said, loves both of you and loves the Lord. So you can kind of give some Mm -hmm. kind of feedback that way is, uh, I think it's a wise choice too, because uh, I feel like a lot of times we can get caught up in the, like a, like a season where it's just like not going great, Mm -hmm. but to not like, you know, see, ask someone from the outside perspective is like, Hey, is it like, is it me? Like, is it, am I like crazy? Like, is this a time where we, I I should be trying to fix this or trying to be, you know, is it worth it? Or like, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's wise. Mm -hmm. Um, and so to communicate a bad relationship or to, or to communicate a breakup successfully, I think is when you have had that, when you have some guidance and also, you know, with that guidance, I'm sure you've developed a better way to say the breakup Mm -hmm. or a better way to deliver it. Cause probably they're listening to you and that person Uh can say, maybe don't say it that way. And they can help you to word it in a way that's compassionate toward that other person Mm -hmm. rather than just your feeling. Love is Mm -hmm. just so confusing. (laughs) What about you, Bailey? Do you have any breakup word advice? Um, yeah. So I definitely like second what James was saying about seeking advice from a mentor. And um, if you have a mentor that's consistent in your life, they're um, going to always like have strong advice for you. And they're hopefully going to be able to like look at you and say like, this was actually not smart of you to do. And like, or say like, maybe you shouldn't say it in this way and, um, or how to handle it better. But also we kind of mentioned this, I think, it all comes down to just keeping everything honest, mm-hmm. like throughout the relationship, obviously. But if you're doing that leading up to a breakup, then hopefully the breakup will be easier because mm-hmm. then you're both already on the same page about things. So it's like when you get to that point and you're like, well, I don't think this is working out. Mm-hmm. And then the other person's not going to be blindsided and it hopefully won't be as ugly yeah. um, and can be like more of a fruitful conversation that yes, will be hard because breakups aren't fun, Mm -hmm. but hopefully like you can come to the end of it and be in agreement. And that doesn't mean you're going to be best friends. That doesn't mean you're even going to speak like within the next month or year or whatever. But, um, 
at least there's resolution. And I think that's Mm -hmm. the most important thing when it comes to a breakup is actually resolving things and not leaving things unsaid, but also not saying too much because I remember a breakup and it was in high school, but I still remember some of the things that he said to me when we were breaking up. And I think as my dad would say, he was just digging himself a hole. But <laughs> yeah. um, there were words that really hurt me. And it took me years and years to get past those words and realize that um, his words didn't necessarily speak to my character, but they did hurt. Mm-hmm. So it it shows me how much my words um, can affect somebody. So mm-hmm. especially in a breakup yeah. when it you know emotions are high and um, things can like be really sad, Hopefully, like, you're keeping everything honest and you're, like, working towards resolution, not just to say everything you hated about the relationship. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Hey, guys. We wanted to take a quick break to talk about an exciting event we have coming up so soon, Crossroads Marriage Conference. You guys, it's coming up so soon and we cannot wait to see you there. It's going to be November 1st and 2nd, 2019 in beautiful Asheville, North Carolina, one of my personal favorite cities. And this is for all married or engaged couples, no matter how long you've been married or what marriage has even looked like for you in the past. Clayton and Shari and some of our other friends are going to be giving us tools and wisdom that will help our marriages become what God intended them to be, a testament to the world of his unconditional love for us. So grab a romantic Airbnb, make some good dinner reservations, and go to crossroadsmarriageconference.com to find out more and to register you and your spouse for this really special weekend. We hope to see you there. Now, back to the show. Which is why I think a lot of people go to the, we have two things going on right here. (laughs) Some people use this um, slow fade as a passive form of a breakup. So I didn't really know the term slow fade, but I totally know it now because I like (laughs) did some research on um, current lingo. Because I'm not like, I'm not in the dating scene. So I'm like, I got to be cool on this thing. So a slow fade for those of you who might be listening and don't know what it is, is when someone gradually ceases communicating with a person who was interested in him or her. It's not exactly cutting someone off cold turkey. It's more like a gentle letdown where those text messages and responses drift further and further apart. Yes. So it's just kind of a passive breakup. Like you Mm -hmm. just kind of don't hear from him again. And then there's another one called ghosting. Mm, So um, ghosting can happen in a friendship too. I didn't even know what ghosting was. Someone texted me one time and said something about ghosting. I'm like, what is that? Like, um, (laughs) so anyway, but ghosting is when you suddenly disappear from someone you've been on a few dates with by not responding in hopes that they'll get the hint. So Um, this isn't new. It's happened for a long time. It just wasn't called ghosting. When I was in college, I started dating a guy my senior year of high school. And then we both went to college, separate ones, right? I drove all the way to see him, spent the weekend with him at this and some other friends, went back to school and literally, literally never heard from him again. Not one time. Like he didn't call me. He didn't anything. He didn't return my phone calls. And this was the time when, like, you, I mean, email just was uh-huh. there, but he wouldn't return my emails. And I had introduced him to a friend of mine who I'd gone to high school with no. who went to his school. <laughs> and about a month later, a friend, a mutual friend of ours called me and said, hey, so I think you're going to try to have to try to figure out how to forgive this guy because he pretty much is dating your friend now. Oh, my gosh. No. Yes. <laughs> so I was totally ghosted my freshman year in college. Mm. The good thing was, at that point, I decided I'm not going to date anyone my entire freshman year. I, wait, I said senior year. I meant freshman year. I decided I'm not going to date anyone the rest of my freshman year. I'm just going to focus on friendships and school mm-hmm. and, like, 
get a good foundational base of community so yeah. that, you know, I don't just date to make myself feel better. Mm-hmm. And that was a great decision. So even though the experience wasn't great, it produced something good in my life. Mm-hmm. So um, how do you guys feel about the slow fade and the ghosting thing? Ooh. Not a fan. No, not, not a, fan. a fan. I'm a very black and white person. So when it comes to something like a slow fade or ghosting, I'm very much like, just tell me you don't like me anymore. Like, yeah. it's going to hurt, hurt a lot. A while. Yeah, yeah, it'll hurt a lot less, though, than you just ignoring me. Because then I'm going to sit here and go through all of these reasons and all of these lies in my head mm. that I'm making up that, like, you don't like me or you just don't want to talk to me or you didn't have a fun time with me when really you could have just said, I don't really see this going anywhere. So not a smart decision yeah. <laughs> isn't going to bear any fruit. So, I mean, I think, I think a, a, a reality is that a lot of the times people that are the, are the faders, you know, that, that don't communicate or mm-hmm. that will let something kind of drift, drift off into the sunset is like the people that are uncomfortable with talking about their feelings. Mm-hmm. And so they ha- they can't face that like interaction to like, Break someone's uh-huh. heart, that face to face disappointments heart. And so they believe that this is gonna be a better a better way where you just there's no you know, there's no hurtful words, nothing. Yeah. It, but it, it ends up being worse. Yeah. Yeah, because you, know? you walk away wondering what happened. Yeah. You know, what mm-hmm. did I do something wrong? Um, I actually read an article if you guys have ever been ghosted, this may be one that you want to look up. Um, but it was from Psychology Today. Um, and it was called, This is Why Ghosting Hurts So Much. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> uh, I'll put it in the notes in case some of you want to go find that. But um, what it says is the opposite of love isn't hate, it's indifference. Mm, Taylor Swift. <laughs> I mean, Her new song. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's good. It's just um, it's treating someone like you. They, make, they feel like you don't care because you just shut them off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it seems like it's not more care to tell them why or to actually like have a conversation, but it really mm. isn't. It's it's more care to be brave and maybe use the one liner that wasn't. I mean, like you, yeah. you don't yeah. mean to, but at least they have something, I guess, to yeah. go on. Yeah. I mean, Some I don't know. Some sort of closure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I believe in the old fashioned clear communication breakup um, because it's just going to be hard. But um, I think... Conflict is something that we don't do well in our world because we're doing so much through texting Mm. and through emails. And so honestly, the more you can practice a hard conversation, um, the more your relationships with other people are going to be better, whether it's family, friends, Mm. a marriage, your children, all of those things. There's no way to not have conflict in life. Mm -hmm. So, Well, I I think like, and I I, I read somewhere that, that like, in reality, your friendships and like the the relationships you have with just people, instead of like set aside girlfriend boyfriend, the relationships you have, like those how you treat those is how you would treat a relationship. Mm-hmm. And so to kind of have this like, you know, slow fade because that happens just in friendships. You know, mm-hmm. a fight happens or something like yeah. that, or you just you you start be- to believe a lie about mm-hmm. someone, then you just like, well, I'm just not gonna like talk to him about it. And then, you know, friendships get broken because of that. Mm-hmm. And, and it so, does slow fade. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it slow fades. And so like, I think to um, kind of like aid that is like the, the fact that intimacy is what creates a, like a stronger relationship mm-hmm. and even more so in a, in a girlfriend, boyfriend relationship. Mm-hmm. And so like the opposite of that is a, a ghost fade. And so yeah. like to have that distance is yeah. what breaks it apart. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, it's really interesting because whenever we talk about this kind of stuff, you can put it really into any kind of any area of life or any relationship. So I know that there have been many times I didn't want to discipline my kids 
or bring something up about their behavior that I saw that I was concerned about. But I would sit them down and maybe they could come in here and say, the worst parent line ever is, <laughs> I love you. That's why I'm telling you this and then <laughs> telling them something awful. Yeah. But the reality is, I because I love them, I do tell them. Because if I didn't love them so much, I would keep it from them because it would make me feel better to not have the conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And so... I have had to choose the conflict with them Mm -hmm. um, because I know that when I tell them, they can become aware. Mm -hmm. But if I don't choose to make them aware as a mom when they're safe in my home, one day somebody somewhere, whether it's a boss or a girlfriend or another friend is going to say, hey, man, you dot, 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 whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And they're going to be like, I never heard that before. And if I'm the, making them aware, they can say, yeah, that's a struggle I have. I'm working on it mm-hmm. instead, you know? So I don't know. Man. And I'm surprised. Uh, and I'm surprised you didn't get the third one, really. I mean, there's multiple ways. What to, is like, the third one? Tell I, I think the third one is uh, it kind of relates to this, the uh-huh. ghosting. Because uh-huh. uh, like what it is, is you're, you're with this, you're, you're trying, like I said, you're trying not to have that conversation. I think another way that people do this, and it, it really does stink, is that they be start to become jerks in a relationship, oh, yeah. and to the point to where like push them away. to push them away and to so make like, that person break up with them. Uh-huh. And that one, that one is really like uh, yeah. I think is the, is one of the worst ones too. Man, like, James, thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all have any other? Like I just came up with these, yeah. but I just thought if you have any more, we can talk about it because this is for the people out there who are like, I hated breaking up. Will someone <laughs> just say it out loud for me. I, I think that one's just like, because I, I I was a victim of that one. It's mm-hmm. just like, uh, you know, they they start to become jerks, and and what happens is they want that like victim mentality, like oh mm-hmm. they broke up with me, so yeah. like I'm the I'm the one in the right, and yeah. that's and that's a story they tell their friends in mm-hmm. in the long run, and that's just wrong. <laughs> that's the hard thing about a breakup. What are the friends gonna think? <sighs> yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. that has been like the hardest thing in a lot of my past relationships because. Um, something I think, and I'm sure we'll talk about this later, but a good way to date is in groups. So mm-hmm. then you become, you know, friends with their friends. And mm-hmm. so when you break up, it's like, oh, it's really hard to hang out with those friends again because will they be there or am I allowed to be there without them there? Mm-hmm. Um, so I have confronted that a lot in a lot of um, old relationships. It's like, okay, well, am I really friends with this person anymore because I'm not dating, mm-hmm. you know, so-and-so. Yep. I broke off an engagement when I was a senior mm-hmm. and you better believe we were fr- friends with all the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just didn't know what to do with my friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, so my best friend and his best friend were dating, well, actually engaged mm. and they were about to be married. And so we would go on double dates all the time. And I felt like I ruined our bubble of a great senior senior Mm. year um but I tried to just step out of it because I only had a little bit of time left and just let him stay in it but Mm. it was really hard to to do that and um I know that my friends loved me but I also know that they weren't really happy at what Mm -hmm. I did but I just kept I had so many warnings from so many people I loved Mm -hmm. and I couldn't ignore them anymore Mm -hmm. and I started just really looking deeper into the relationship that we had and I didn't feel like it was healthy. And so I couldn't make that commitment. Yeah. Um, so it was better to break up than to be in a marriage that yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. wasn't going to be good. So I believe breakups are necessary sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And so we just have to be careful how we do it and do it the best we can and then try to learn how to heal and help mm-hmm. other people heal. <laughs> right. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's the purpose of this podcast. Do you guys have any other like, 
um, you know, last minute wisdom before we move on? Um, I think like it's important to just like confront healthy like ways to break up and healthy ways to just communicate with somebody because um, like we said, like breaking up is never going to be fun. Um, but this story like came to mind is um, obviously being a musical theater major. I did a lot of shows and auditioned for a lot of things and got rejected and being rejected is a lot like <laughs> going through a breakup. And mm-hmm. um, one time I auditioned for this show and actually my roommate was in like the final two for the lead with me. So it was just us. Um, and we both knew the director very well. And so we finished auditioning. And then later that night, the director called me um, he called me, you know, being a good friend of ours and he was like, listen, like I've decided to cast um, her instead. Um, and he was like, do you have like, and kind of explained and apologized. He obviously felt really bad. Um, but he was like, do you have any questions? And I was like, well, can you just tell me why? And a lot of the times it's a bad question to <laughs> ask, but I feel like that's a lot of what we do during a breakup. And so he was like, well, honestly, it just came down to, like, there was barely anything different between the two of you. Just what she did or made some choices that she made um, in her acting were just, like, more of what we were looking for. Mm. And so that hurt, and it upset me at the time. But because he was honest with me and literally was so encouraging and said, like, you were really great. We loved the things that you did. What she just did fit better. Mm. Um, later helped me, like, have closure with, this just wasn't what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And so I say all of that to say... When you are like having a hard conversation, whether it's a breakup conversation or not, I think it's important to still build the other person up and Mm -hmm. not sit here and say, you've done everything wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, Because like we talked about, like words really hurt. And if you dated the person, you obviously saw a lot of good in them. So Mm -hmm. I think it's just important to still celebrate them and say like, these things are really amazing. And like I had an amazing time like getting to know you and dating you. But when it comes down to it, like I just don't think we're right for each Mm -hmm. other. I don't think this is right. Um, and not that it'll soften the blow at the time, but I think it'll bring a lot more closure and like understanding in the end because, Mm. um, it helps other people realize like, oh, it wasn't because I was a terrible person. It Mm -hmm. was just because we didn't work. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's just really important. It's just still celebrate even in the hard things. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that should be the goal. Mm -hmm. And, but I think what happens is also, um, we shouldn't come like, we, you know, we come with full full homework, full, like, mm-hmm. how are we going to say it? Mm-hmm. But, like, our expectation shouldn't be, oh, they're going to agree with me. Because mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. they won't. And mm-hmm. they won't see, like, the, the issue at hand or they won't see what's going on. And so I think what the goal of that is 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 true is that it helps them bring closure, like like she said, is also um, it helps them, like, guide, it, it guides them towards clarity, mm-hmm. towards, like, of how they can, you know, move on from and how, how what, what they can do different next time or mm-hmm. when, you know, that kind of thing. I think mm-hmm. that's the, that should be the goal. And, and that they won't agree every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's that, it'd be a beautiful thing if this just ends off with you know, let's just be friends. You know that you know, but that doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, and I'm studying the Old Testament right now in seminary, and um, one point that was brought up in a lecture that I listened to yesterday was that when the Israelites would mess up, some of these, or not even the Israelites, but back to Adam and Eve, God would come in with discipline. And a lot of times we don't want to re- we don't want to look at the discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, times because they're they're hard. We know how it feels to be disciplined and making a mistake and all the shame that comes with it. Mm-hmm. But what he was making a point to say is when God interacted, when there was uh, a sin involved or something that happened, his purpose wasn't to devastate. It was to give a fresh start. Mm-hmm. It was to mm-hmm. redirect and to say the direction you're going is not good. So 
Um, here's what's going to happen. And we're going to start over. We're going to start again. We're going to learn from this and move on. And, um, and I think that that can be something that we take from a breakup. Even it may not be your fault and there may be nothing that you did wrong, but it Mm -hmm. is an opportunity for a fresh start. It's an opportunity to look inside and say, okay, like Mm -hmm. I just lost someone I really cared about. Who am I? Yeah. And what do I want to do with my life now? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, because it's a big rejection, but God still accept us, accepts us, and He's the best person to go to. So you just like get with God and say, "Okay, now I need to redefine my life <laughs> and who I am." And so just taking it as an opportunity to like do a self examination, mm-hmm. um, take a little bit of a Sabbath from dating, so mm-hmm. that you can really get to know who am I am and what have I learned yeah. from this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then how can I start new? Yeah. yeah. So I feel like that's good. Let's close on that, and uh, we'll move on to dating. Cool. So what I... Hey, Overcoming Monday listeners. I know that you just had a great time listening to our conversation about breakups with James and Bailey. Um, when we look back at this podcast, we decided this was an episode in and of itself. So we divided the breakup and the dating, and we're going to do the next episode on dating. So if this lured you in and you want to hear about dating, stay tuned for our next episode next week. We're thankful that you chose to listen to Overcoming Monday, a production of Clayton King Ministries. This podcast happens because of you, and there are three ways that you can help us reach even more people. One, be sure to share us with your friends and follow Shari on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at ShariKing99. The second way is that you can also make a tax-deductible donation to Clayton King Ministries, a 501c3 nonprofit at claytonking.com slash give. And third, of course, subscribe to our podcast. Get on your favorite podcast platform and hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And for more encouragement to move you forward in your faith, check out Shari's amazing blog at shariking.com. Thanks again for listening, and we hope that we've given you something to help overcome this Monday.